0: It's an incredible vision these guys had. How can we be engineers in Huntsville and leverage that for for kingdom work?
1: You know, we understand the realization that if every Christian in America goes, then no one is here to support. We just read the Bible and we try to do what it says. And we believe that it says that we should use everything, like whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart. It's working for the Lord.
0: At Rivertree Missions, we want people to answer God's call to go to the nations, and we also know that not everyone can or even should go overseas. Today Ben Weller and Zach Johnson of Mission Driven Research and Mission Driven Ministries join Jay and Shay to talk about how we can still be involved in missions, local and abroad, from here, through our everyday lives. So here they are, and thanks for joining us today for the Rivertree Missions podcast.
2: Hey, Rivertree family. This is your missions pastor, Jay Hartsfoot. I'm here today with Shay as usual, but also today we have some guests with us. We have Ben Weller and Zach Johnson, and they are part of Rivertree. They've been here for a while, but then they also are part of a company called Mission Driven Research, and then also a... Part of Mission Driven Research is a company called Mission Driven Ministries. And so we just want to talk to them about what that is, why they do what they do, and how we kind of as River Tree partner with them. And so, guys, we will start with just kind of y'all telling your story, kind of who you are, how long you've been at River Tree, and the short version of kind of how you came to know the Lord. Okay. This is Ben.
1: I'll go first. I grew up in Mobile, Alabama. Went to a big church there, uh, Cottage Hill, and just parents took me all the time. Had a really great upbringing. Love you, mom and dad. And so accepted Christ at a young age. I went to Auburn and then met Jenny there, my wife, and then we moved up to Huntsville to live. And through that, we went to Whitesburg Baptist Church, and then later we went to Rivertree. So happy, happy to be here. Been here about 10 years now.
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's wow. So Kim and I are both native Huntsvillians, and so grew up in South Huntsville, uh, followed a girl to church camp, and met Jesus, married her best friend. And so we've been married, getting close to... 20 years now, or something like 18 years now, something like that. Uh, We've got three boys, and we've been at River Tree probably five or six years, six or seven. It's been a while. But yeah, we love it. Uh, Live only a mile away. That's awesome. So,
2: Ben, you said you've been here about 10 years. Zach, you've been here five or six. Now, y'all were at Whitesburg at the same time. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, right. We were in a, I guess, life group Sunday school class together. Okay.
2: And it wasn't just y'all. There were some other people from Rivertree that were also in there. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. I feel like that's a leading question. So, we were <laughs> with some other people in the Sunday school class, and eventually we parlayed that Sunday school class. So, we've been just keeping in touch for like 15 years. And about, again, like about 10 years ago, I had a friend that was like, I think I want to start a business. I was like, yeah, you should do that.
2: Yeah. So MDR, MDM, you're just regular dudes doing regular jobs. And you're like, hey, let's do something else. So how did that come about?
1: So Missionary Research was specifically created, as I said, out of a Sunday school class, basically. And so it was specifically created to use profits, yes, but also like other money and, and the business and things for missions activities, whether that's local, national, and international. Mm-hmm. Right. So mission driven research was specifically created for that. And then we immediately started Mission Driven Ministries, which is the nonprofit that we give to, but also we give to many other like local charities. But Zach is the president of Mission Driven Ministries.
0: Yeah. And so Ben, Chris, and Ryan started the company, Mission Driven Research. As a way to leverage funds and people for the kingdom so the whole purpose of the company is to how can we use people in huntsville engineers the billions of dollars in this town how could we get a piece of that and and use it for the kingdom? And these guys had the the vision for mission driven research. I happened to be in the right place at the right time, and uh, I had a Jesus degree and I was hanging around. And when it came time to talk about mission driven ministries, I was teaching at the time. I ran to my office, typed out a bunch of slides for Chris at what mission driven ministries could possibly do and be and the rest is history. So gosh, it's it's really
1: changed since then too.
0: Like it's yeah. it's been amazing. So Mission Driven Research is formed in 2010 Mm -hmm. and Mission Driven Ministries in 2011. So we have consulted with a lot of people, like, how can we do this legally? You know, as government contractors, how can we use funds in a way that is legal and keep us out of hell and jail? And so we formed the nonprofit in order to be able to be discriminating in how we give funds. So all proceeds, all donations from the for-profit Mission Driven Research are given to MDM. So my job as president of MDM is to make sure anything we give to is above board. They're biblically sound. They are financially responsible. I go and visit every partner pre-COVID times. It was every two years. Uh, We're getting back to that now. But yeah, so it's an incredible vision these guys had. How can we be engineers in Huntsville and leverage that for, for kingdom work?
1: Yeah, and for clarity, I'm not even an engineer.
2: I just do the back office stuff mm-hmm. at uh, Mission Driven Research. So why, though? You both had decent jobs, at, I'd say at the least, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. then you're sitting around and you're going, okay, why— What inspired you to do it?
1: Yeah, great question. So we all, me, Chris, Ryan, Zach, and some other friends, we just, we started reading books. I mean, basically David Platt's Radical was a good one. And we we understand the realization that if every Christian in America goes, then no one is here to support. And so we said, hey, we want to do that role. Like we have degrees in business, engineering, and even theology. Like we could support the efforts that are happening around the world. And so through that we kind of said, I think that we can use some of this money that the business is making. I mean, we make salaries; it's fine. We don't we don't make any anything really off the top. And so what the business is making, we can use to support missions. And also through there's another book called Business as Missions. And so through that book, we kind of realized, oh, we can even use the business for missions. And so we use the business like we don't just hire Christians. That's you know that's not uh, that's, I don't think that's biblically correct anyway. And so we try to hire people that we can reach and we can minister to as well. So we use the business proper for a mission. We use the profits for missions, and we try to utilize like the nonprofit for missions as well.
0: Yeah, one interesting thing about mission-driven research Chris wanted it to be a company where there was no excuse not to be missional. So if Mm. you're an engineer in Huntsville, you might use the excuse, well, I don't have the time or the money. Mm -hmm. And so Chris is like, fine, I'll put my money where my mouth is. You will get a great paycheck. You will get an incredible generous. uh, You got to work at SAIC for 15 years to get the kind of leave that we give from day one. Uh, Take care of the employees, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Gold. Like just everything is Ministering to the employees to equip them, even my role, to be missional. So, my job with my MDR hat on is to ensure that the employees have everything they need. They have opportunity, uh, they have the ability and the time off to go and, and be missional to whatever God's called them to do. Now, not everyone's a Christian. Some will use that generous time off for vacation and fun stuff, which is fine. Hmm. But, you know, part of my job is to make aware hey, there's something bigger out there. Like, what are you giving yourself to? And encouraging people to take whatever step forward uh, that will be for them. For some, it's continuing to support them going around the world, doing international missions among the most lost people in the world. Uh, For some, it's getting them to sit down and have a cup of coffee and maybe sprinkling Jesus into the conversation. So tell me a little
2: bit about kind of some of the things y'all are involved with. I know you've talked about the business, you talked about kind of why it got started, how it got started, but what... Who are y'all involved with kind of throughout? I know you said local partners, national partners, overseas partners. Who are those people? Yeah, so I'll talk a little bit about kind of what mission driven research, what we kind of give to, and
1: then I'll let Zach talk about what MDM gives to. So, research, you know, just as a company in Huntsville, we like to give to Huntsville things. So, we give to Kids to Love, we get a Huntsville Pregnancy Resource Center, uh, and things like that. Things that we believe are Christian organizations that support our values. And we think they do great things in Huntsville. So we try to do that. And we also have people come work. Like, you guys remember Stephen Barnett, Shepherds Inn. We have people go out there and work. And then also at the Mana House.
0: Most of the food banks. Yeah. So, you know, my job is to present the employees with easy local opportunities to serve if they are not plugged in somewhere else. Yeah. So really anybody in town that's doing things right, uh, you know, we, we support and, and advertise. We'll bring them in every third Friday. We bring in local ministries and introduce them to our employees and give them opportunities just to hear from the variety of people. A lot of people in Huntsville are doing great things. And so if they're not involved, you know, we want to continually put mission opportunities in front of our employees, whether that's local or international. Yeah, I
1: think I think that's a really good point is that we not only give to these, but we also try to give that ministry time in front of our employees, and we also try to link them with local churches and things like that. So we we try to just, like you said, Jay, just use our business for the glory of God.
0: So as you're sharing that, that's kind of the big picture of what you guys have done and how these both organizations have been involved locally. Is there like a specific story that you could share of what the Lord has done and how he's used either MDR or MDM specifically with maybe an employee to connect them to a local ministry? Exactly. So one of our employees, um, I guess this is public, so he will remain nameless. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought she was say his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he, um, he came to work for us awesome guy, loves the Lord. Hopefully he's a, he's a lifer, but he was explaining to his, his pastor, you know, like what mission driven research does, what we our foundation is. And his pastor looks at him and is like, well, congratulations. You're now on the international mission team at the church. Yeah. And his response was, I've never been on a mission trip. And the you're guy's like, now. too bad, you know, so you're going now. Yeah. So now of course he's gone and he's on fire for it. And it was just a neat, you know, it's one of those little neat stories where a guy that's just a regular engineer in Huntsville, you know, like everybody else. A,
1: a, a good, you know, church-going guy. Yeah. like Just had a, never
0: gone international.
1: Yeah, believed in missions, but never really had experienced it. And so just, uh, I think using MDR to spark that fire and then letting the local church fan that
0: flame, I yeah. think it's been really good. That's an important point. You know, we believe missions is a job of the local church. And so we come along churches and introduce them to people. But also, you know, we, we want to see our employees involved in the local church. We're not looking to gain membership into our company or our ministry, you know, we, we always want to point our employees to the local church. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways that you guys have been involved with international mm-hmm. missions as well and some partners that you have there that you could talk about? Yeah. So, you know, really one of the origin stories about the same time as MDR started, we started a partnership in South Asia and through Chris, the, you know, the owner, the president. And so that's been one of those awesome relationships where we, we went over there, we saw the need, we came back, we're able to introduce this guy to all of our employees. We're able to share, but then we're also able to introduce our partner to local churches here in town. And so through that, we've been able to have him be supported by multiple local churches in Huntsville. It's been very cool to see lots of local churches come together in a cooperative way you know, not being competitive, not building their own castle, but, you know, having kingdom mentality. That's all because Chris, Ryan and Ben decided to not live for this world's kingdom and to invest their time and business into eternal kingdoms. Yeah. But I
1: think, I think the main point there is like, we are, you are, we're just normal dudes. We just read the Bible and we try to do what it says. And we believe that it says that we should use everything, like whatever you do, Working it with all of your heart is working for the Lord. So we believe that that means our business. We believe that that means not just our paychecks, that, you know, a portion goes to the church, a portion goes to other things, but just every part of our life.
2: Yeah, that's great. That verse, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God, came to Mm -hmm. mind as you were talking. And I've used that kind of in my own life to say, like, oh, I want to be serious about my faith. But it's easy for me, and I think people look at me and go, "Oh, Jay's a minister. Like he obviously chose this path where he could do all these things." But y'all haven't chosen that path. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing something completely different. And so, what would you say to kind of someone who's sitting around going, "Look, I've been doing this thing here in Huntsville, I'm working at the hospital, being an engineer, mm-hmm. you know, selling life insurance, whatever it might be," and now they're going, "I need to to leverage more of who I am and the skills and giftings God has given me for His kingdom." What would that look like, or what what would you say to them? So I think
1: that the main thing I would say is, I mean, literally talk to your local missions pastor, you know, and that's what we do when someone comes into mission-driven research. We say, hey, let's go, let's go have lunch with your missions pastor. They're like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. We're like, yeah. And then we tell them, yeah, hey, uh, Johnny here has, uh, He has five weeks of vacation, so he can definitely... two weeks holiday. He can definitely go on that trip to Egypt or wherever, you know, is going on. Like, um, so go talk to your missions pastor. Like, I think that's the first step. Also, get connected with a local ministry. I mean, just whatever you're not necessarily passionate about, whatever that you feel like your abilities, you know, you can help with, either that's money, but also I encourage time. We encourage that a lot at Mission Driven Research.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to... Do what we did. You don't have to sell everything and start a mm-hmm. Like maybe some people are called to that, but you know the main thing is look for opportunities to serve, like Ben said. But also you can talk to your employees or your bosses or whatever your job is, and like just how can I be more proactive in using my position, using my influence? Maybe you have no influence. That's fine. Do all things as unto the Lord. You know Colossians three twenty three, but. I would just say for people to really focus on, like, what are you investing? in? some people, we know several men in Huntsville that their whole job, their whole calling was to build a business, Mm -hmm. make it huge, sell it for a ton of money, and then use that money for missions in, in the church. That's great. Not everybody can do that. And so for the average Huntsville, the average guy in Huntsville, look for opportunities, A, just to serve your employees or your coworkers, whatever the case may be. But really just focus on your calling as a Christian. Like you have to see your workplace as a mission field, even though it's not international, a place to disciple people, a place to grow people and take advantage of that. And uh, if you're an engineer, send us your resume.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh, We'd appreciate that. But I think one other point I wanted to make was just that, honestly, this is tough for me to sit here and to, and to talk about mission driven research, because like you said, Zach, maybe you're not famous, you know, maybe you don't have any influence. Like, we don't really want to have influence we we just want to connect people and to make god's name famous and so this is honestly this is something that we would probably not really do but i do agree with you that it's important that just people see that regular old dudes just trying to serve out what the Bible says, you know, just in all of their life. I'm not saying we're doing it excellently, but we're like, that is our strife.
2: Well, yeah, I think that's, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to talk was just to better understand kind of what led y'all to that decision. Because a question I get asked a lot by people is, what do I do? Like, I want to be involved in missions. I want to be living my life better. And this idea, the thing that you have to do is go on a mission right. trip. And it's like, well, no, there's there's other ways to use your skills. Teaching accounting at Downtown Rescue Mission is a thing that you can do. These are simple things that we can say. Hey, we're just regular people choosing regular things, but those regular things are for the gospel. You know, whether that's coaching your kid's team um, in a way that is reflective of who Christ is and how He's called you to live. These are all simple things that we're can. Now, y'all kind of took this extreme. Like, hey, we're going to start a business. We're going to give that money away. And that business you said it was about eleven years ago that you started Mission Driven Research. So. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's just been super easy and God has just blessed sure. everything that you've done. Just like Joel Olstein said he would. Okay, you know? Absolutely. That's so right now. That's right. praise. It hasn't been easy though. Oh, no. And so how is that kind of, as you've been called and felt like, man, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what God's leading us to do. But then also to hit those, those struggles and those things that have been hard along the way. How has that felt? Yeah. The startup years
1: uh, were, were lean for sure. Uh, we have a term, we call it sad shakes because at one point me and another guy that I worked with, uh, we were, we, we couldn't, couldn't really complete payroll. We could pay most of the people. So we, we, you know, delayed our checks and, uh, we went to Chick-fil-A and we got, uh, we got milkshakes yeah. <laughs> because we're just like, well, we can't really do much. So might as well have a little, little fun here. But yeah, so it was was pretty lean in the startup years and of course the lord did bless us and we're at about 30 people now just over that and it's been great but i mean covid hit us really hard the world's not going to be easy for us and i'm not calling that persecution i'm just saying like that's just what happens in our lives and so when those things happen we did just turn around and say oh let's all let's, this was a great run let's just go get jobs somewhere it's like no this is i feel like this is our job like this is what we're called to do is to just be businessmen, engineers in Huntsville, and connect others to Christ and, and just you know try to live out what we see in the Bible.
0: Yeah. The startup years on my end, I was doing it. I was teaching, making absolutely no money and running this nonprofit on the side. And that was tough. you know. And I did that for five years, doing what we felt needed to be done from our perspective. We knew it was going to be tough. We knew there were going to be sacrifices. And we just kept being faithful, and as God opened doors, we continued just to press forward to what we felt like he was calling us to do. But yeah, those early years were not easy. So yeah. and you know, just mean, because God calls you to do something doesn't mean it's going to be like super easy. Like yeah. if anything, it was way harder. And at it's the not beginning. been all
1: rainbows since then oh, either. Yeah. I mean, you know, Probably. as I said, COVID and, and even now just with engineers out there that understand this, like just contract changeover and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's trying to bid for the you know incumbent jobs and things like that. It's It's it 's a wild ride, but we 're happy to be on it, yeah um, for you know christ 's name
2: yeah, no, I think it 's a great word because sometimes I think there 's this temptation to believe if i 'm doing exactly what God has kind of led me to do or doing living exactly by his word that everything 's just going to be perfectly and it 's going to fall in place and Um, In my own life, and as I hear you tell your story, the realization of like, no, He's not called you necessarily to the easiest road. Um, He's called you to kind of this narrow road to live a certain way, and along that road, it's going to be tough at times, and it's going to be hard. And that shouldn't be—what you shouldn't take that as is the Lord didn't actually lead us in this direction. Right. Um, And also, just because it's hard doesn't mean it is the direction you're supposed to go. Mm And I I just think there has to be conviction in the way you live and say, hey, we're going to push through this, and it's not going to be easy every day, but the Lord has— has called us to this, so we're going to continue on this path. So, um, guys, thank y'all so much. I um, have—y'all have been great friends to to my wife and I since we've been here, and we really appreciate it. But one last question for you. You're sitting here today, and someone— listens to this podcast, and they're going to come up to you on Sunday at church. They're going to stop you. And y'all both are here at Cove, right? Right. So they can come looking for you here at Cove to give them advice now. And they say, Ben, I listen. Zach, I listen to the podcast. I want to do what y'all did. I've got these skills. I want to start a business that's serious about the gospel. What would you tell them? What would be the first thing? You'd be like, go do this. Yeah, I think I
1: would say, hey, Zach, get the books. Because we literally hand out a stack of books, which is like, radical when helping hurts, toxic charity, uh, sometimes business as a mission, but other things like that. And so like read up, study up, pray about it, make sure that this is what you want to do. Because like you said, it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. But honestly, if you do feel that way, yeah, we, we want to even help you. I don't really feel like there's uh, competition between that, even if you're in the same industry as us. Like, we want you to succeed. Because I think that Huntsville usa the world could be a better place with companies that are focused
2: on this yeah absolutely zach
0: yeah i would say you zeal without knowledge is is bad Mm. so you know people get really excited they hear a podcast they hear an idea and they want to go all in um it's the reason i have bowling shoes and a bowling ball and i don't bowl you know i got really excited in my 20s about bowling but i didn't put the work in so as ben said You need to take it seriously. We're talking about, you know, maybe your family's security. You know, it's a a big deal. So make sure you're well-educated. You know what you're doing. You take counsel from a lot of people. But at the same time, do what God's calling you to do. But do it educated. Do it with your eyes wide open. Because I would say, if someone said that to me Sunday morning, I was like, well, put your seatbelt on because it's about to get bumpy. Anytime we follow the Lord, it's not guaranteed to be easy. If anything, the world system might buck against you. So, Zach, a
2: quick question for you as I was listening to you there. You made this comment, Zeal Without Knowledge is Bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking about our recent trip. I know you have a lot of passion for those things that you're involved in. And so how is that being just like you're giving away money? Ben mentioned a couple books, Toxic Charity, uh, When Helping Hurts, that you do have a lot of heart um, for these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But yet when
0: you're dealing with these ministries, they're not always – yeah, I'm a bleeding heart and God puts people in your life to help you. So, a lot of times I'm the gas, Ben's the brake. Ben uh has discernment. I have an open bleeding heart. And so, yeah, just making sure that when we're dealing with people and we're dealing with ministries, what is the core message? What are they doing? Yeah. And if it's making disciples, that's what I want to be a part of. You know, I don't want to be a part of any movements. I don't want to be a part of just people meeting in coffee shops, unless it's making disciples. That's what we're called to do. Aimed towards discipleship, aimed towards yeah. church planning, yeah. aimed towards that kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah. There's, there's so many things that can distract us, so many quote-unquote good things out there, but the hardest part of my job is making sure we're focusing on people that are doing what, what the Bible says we need to be doing, what we need to be focused on. So many good ideas out there, so many cool ministries. But as for us, our passion is the great commission and the great commandment and those things have to be together. Yeah. So would you do it all again?
1: Oh man, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah.
2: Don't ask my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding.
0: We're in it
1: together. It's been great. She's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Even knowing all the, the sad shakes and the, Mm -hmm. you know, the five years without pay and all those kind of things. Yeah. I mean, if anything, man, that makes it more endearing. Mm-hmm. Like we see God's faithfulness as we look back. And, and we know like even in this, you know, contract changeover season, you know, that our past suffering gives us faith that, you know, God, God's been faithful. He's going to continue to be faithful. And if he shuts the doors, MDR paid for me to get a master's in management. Dang so, God, I'll, you know, we'll just go do it somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we still,
1: even today, look back and we're like, God, man. How do we get here? Like, we're so blessed, you know, yeah. and we're not a huge company, you know, we're just like very particular about kind of what we do and, and where we give and, and why we give and things like that. It's been awesome.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, guys. Thank y'all so much. I was, I have been really excited about this conversation with both y'all and just here really let the story of, of MDR kind of be known within our church. And um, we just get a lot of questions about different partners that we have, and I know, um we want to put those ones that we're like, Hey, we're really behind what these people are doing. And so thank y'all for being here. Thank you for telling your story to the rest of the church and uh, church. If you are interested in knowing more, you will see Ben and Zach mostly at the Cove campus um, on Sunday morning. So you can stop chat with them. Uh, but if you have more questions, you can always email us missions at my dot And we can, can put you in touch and thank y'all so much. And God bless. Thank you, Jay. Yep.
0: Thanks, Shay. Thank you so much for listening to the river tree missions podcast. If there's anything you heard about today, if you want to know more about Jesus, if you want to get involved, if you just want to know more in general, please reach out to us. Our email address is myrivertree.org. That's myrivertree.org. And we'll be sure to get back with you. Thank you again and have a blessed day.